So tell us the story that you had started telling us. Oh, yeah. I was watching, I watched a bunch of random clips of like interviews with people, mm-hmm. like actors, writers, comics, whatever. You do watch a lot of interviews. Yeah, I watch a lot I of interviews. Should, well, I should study because people, some people are really talented at being interviewed. They are. And a lot of people, it's just a good reminder for me, like people go through a lot of crazy shit yeah. to get where the point where I know who they are and on YouTube, you know what I mean? Yes. Or in life or whatever. Like it, it seems overnight success takes 10 years type thing. Yep. Sometimes it takes 30. So it was, um, this comedian Bill Burr and he was talking to another like fucking Boston guy. And he was talking about, he was on the Howard Stern. It was like a little like two minute clip. And he's talking about how, uh, he was 12 years into doing his stand up career. And he had just finished this gig that he had done for, it was like this this one uh, festival or, you know, so I forget exactly what it was, but it was like the fifth year in a row he'd done it. And uh, he was at the bar afterwards, like having a beer and he was looking older. Everybody else, he was the same like wait staff and stuff from five years in a row. And they, everybody started looking a little older. He didn't have a manager yet. He had like no representation. He didn't have kind of anything to show for being 12 years into his passion. And he was just kind of sitting there and like the the panic hit him. It was like, is this what not making it looks like? Hmm. Is this it? Nobody's going to come in and be like, you didn't make it. You just kind of like, and he was talking about like his, his job application is like, oh, you don't have a fucking 12 year gap being an accountant, like going off being a, you know, there's not really a lot of options. Hmm. And it's just this overwhelming panic that he had. And, uh, you know, now he's selling out fucking Madison Square Garden. But it just goes to show, like it was, he was doing it for twelve years straight at one point in his career, and kind of had like nothing to show. No for. progress. Felt what it felt like, no progress. What felt like yeah. no progress. Yeah. So, but he could, he was saying how like there's there's two types of people in show business or Hollywood or whatever. Like the the one type where they they come off the bus, he said, with like the straw still between their teeth, like straight from the farm, you know <laughs> what I mean? And they're just like, here you go, and they make it when they're twenty three, right? And it just so you know, and then there's everybody else (laughs) (laughs) and they fucking grind and just you know do the whole thing yeah we are everybody else for sure we would not have a career probably we're not saying we didn't make it right and and in fact bill bird also didn't not make it he made it he made it he made it and that's the point of this like it'll feel in fact i think everybody eventually (laughs) makes it Everybody yeah. eventually does make it, whether that's a hundred pivots from now, a thousand pivots, a million pivots, you eventually do make it. The deciding when and where to pivot though is, is always. is tricky. <sighs> so tricky. And the topic that we want to touch on all of, we want to touch all up on this topic. Come on, rub up on Today me. we're going to rub up on the topic of stress uh. because stress is a motherfucker, as we like to say in this house. <laughs> We do. We do. Stress is a motherfucker. Stress is a motherfucker. We say that a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe we do say Yeah. That. So welcome back to House of Herbie. This is your safe space for self-discovery and bad bitchery. I'm Queen Herbie, your favorite host. And your second favorite host is sitting right next to me, Jedi Nick, who is never stressed. Ever. I, I mean, I feel what's like that? you are a lot less stressed than I am. So let's just take a little account of what's happening here. I am generally let's more stressed than all stress. of us, I would say. I think, Alex, maybe you internalize it. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, you. you're not a visual stressor. Yeah. No, I really do keep it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a good guy. Like a good male. Yep. 
And I think uh, Gary and Luna have very different stress responses as well. Gary is a very outward, like, I'm stressed, shaking, shitting, puking. And And Luna keeps it all inside. And then, like, we'll just have, we'll find blood in her stool. And we'll be like, (laughs) okay, she must have been worked up about something. (laughs) You know, like, she keeps, she's more like a, is that the masculine way in society? The men have to keep it, keep it down. Well, women aren't allowed to act stressed or angry. Okay. It's weak showing or showing any kind of like that it's getting to you or whatever or any kind of oh it's weakness it's weakness yeah. which causes more stress then totally no it, it is such a fucking tumble weed it's such a <laughs> it's a tumble weed it's what is the word it's such a timber wagon it's <laughs> boy this is a tumble it's height. such a Hollywood it, it's <laughs> it's such a Halloween hayride what a perplexion what a pumpkin patch this sure is <laughs> You're just makeup words Just and, into, nobody wrong. knows what it means i don't even know what i'm trying to say <laughs> if anymore. you say it with confidence it works yeah if yeah. you say it with confidence it works well you know we have talked about in previous episodes uh, ways to alleviate stress and to like laughter and crying and all these different ways meditation like obviously those are a lot of our solutions so going into this episode know that it's okay right but what i recently discovered about stress is there is a science to it and i i i see this like in my my mom for example she experiences stress i see it in um some of your relatives nick as well Mm -hmm. like it it's um everybody responds differently to stress and everybody has a different manifestation in their bodies right so some people might lose the ability to move their hands or somebody has yeah people lose they have temporary amnesia some people break out in hives some people have acne some people are just have a low-grade depression all the time and um what i remember it. I've known this for a while, but I remember someone told me that stress causes over 90% of all physical ailments and disease. Stress is either the, the cause or an underlying cause of all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And there's a really interesting, cause I, I don't know how I got on this, but I did watch a, I don't, we, we can get into it as we go through it, but there's a, there was a Ted talk I watched a little while ago about stress and it was, <laughs> it was crazy because she was like literally uh, stress is like, you know, one of the biggest killers when they believed that stress was the biggest killer. Wow. Yeah. It gets really So we don't even in. want. Well, when they, when they, cause it's, it's all about, they, there was a science behind it. Would you want to do your shit first and we'll, we'll get into it. Cause it's, it's all, it's all your, I think eventually at the, uh, at the end of it, it's the, your approach and the perspective that you have on it. Yeah. Because again, like if you think that stress is, is, if you think that you're experiencing all this awful stress, which is going to make you unhealthy and then do all these awful things, then that's probably going to be your experience. And it's because stress is, can do a lot of, it's just a negative reaction to your body. It contracts your, contracts your uh, blood vessels, yep. which increases your risk of all these heart diseases yep. and all this shit, right? Yep. But we're going to talk about, because we've heard all of this before. I feel like this is kind of a... Right. These are uh, things that it's kind of pretty like... N- yeah. It's like a broken record. It's like, yeah, but what do we do with this? And is there right. another perspective that we can take on it that's right. going to help us actually get past the shit? Or to actually just be aware. Which So that was kind of the first thing that I... Let's go. Let's start like we always do with the definition from Webster's Dictionary. Show me the definition. The Webster's of Dictionary: Stress is a state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. Marriage. <laughs> okay, marriage. There it is. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, 
and wow, it really could just be a state of being, right? So I think for me, stress is like something that we ignore and avoid having awareness about. Yeah. So like it only turns into stress because you're ignoring it and pushing it down or you refuse to like acknowledge that it's there. So then it just ends up in your body and you get all tight and then you end up getting diseases. Your immune system suffers everything. And we're about to jump into the science of it because I feel like it's for me, it was more, I'm a skeptic too. So I'm like, Oh, come on, get out of here with that woo woo shit. I'm woo woo as hell now, but like, you can't just tell me to stop stressing. That's not going to work. No, it doesn't work. That only creates, <laughs> creates more it's bullshit. stress. It's bullshit. And it really just like, we'll stop stressing. And then we just kind of like continue um, to ignore it. Yeah. Right. So it, it, a lot of people I know as well are like, I'm not really that. St-. You ask them like what their stress level is. And they're like, I'm not really that stressed. But there, I mean, it starts out as like irritable, angry, impatient, or like a wound up feeling. Like if you feel overburdened or overwhelmed in any way, that's a form of it. You, if you have anxiety, if you're nervous or afraid, like if you feel like your thoughts are racing and you can't slow down, that's a, I mean, that's a great solution to slow down. It's easier said than done. If you're unable to enjoy yourself, I mean, fuck, that's, this is the, pr- we're alive on earth and physical bodies and we can't enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Um, depression. But they, they don't know that they're not enjoying themselves. Right. Well, right. It's just being ignored. It's, it's like you can't drop your whole life and then focus on healing yourself from stress. Well, it, it's it's society uh, yeah, is gone, like built for this shit. Right. Well, it, it is right. It's a it's a self. Uh, what's it? What's the phrase? Self-fulfilling prophecy. Thank you. Yes. So you're uninterested in life. Uh, you feel like you've lost your sense of humor. I notice when I'm experiencing a lot of stress, I can't laugh about anything. Oh, yeah. Everything's way too serious. For Sucks. me, it was anger. Anger comes up. I can yeah. see that. I'm easily irritated. <laughs> yeah, easily irritated. Yep. yep. Yeah. I remember. I was like, "Why am I so fucking angry all the time?" So these, this, the feeling, uh, or sorry, the emotion creates a feeling, and then you get the physical um, problems, right? Which mm. start to become headaches, muscle tension, digestion issues. Hello, Huge me. Digestion ones. Yeah. Yep. Just general pain, heart stuff, heart disease, heart attack, high blood pressure, stroke, sleep problems, weight gain, memory and concentration impairment. There is that amnesia thing. So it's fascinating what this does. And I think what we're going to uncover in this episode today is like the simple science of how it works. Most of it is based on the Joe Dispenza book, Becoming Supernatural, which is one that I picked up recently. And then I also joined this platform called Gaia. Have y'all heard of this? G-A-I-A. It's cute. It's like a little subscription monthly thing where they have like shit tons of content on metaphysical shit which is my vibe mm-hmm. so he's got some series on there because i was like joe Dispenza, like teach us like everything you know because he's a doctor and he like studied brain heart coherence and all this shit so um we know stress is the underlying cause of all disease and we also know wah, 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 <laughs> you can't be fully creative while under stress totally. not fully some people can squeak out a couple of things mm-hmm Okay, I notice I am not operating at my optimum levels of creativity when I'm stressed. So I've had to like come up with hacks for how to deal with this. Yeah. But this this like superhuman stuff, this the doctor research in it is kind of super helpful in my opinion. Yeah. But also stress like <laughs> pretty much when it comes to creatives and like, you know, writing, performing whatever the fuck you're doing to like also know that we are just now getting to the place where we're not operating from a place of stress. You and me. You and me. Yeah. Because uh, in the beginning. It was is, the only way that we felt like we could be productive. Yes. 
And it's a weird fucked up relationship that you have with it. And that's kind of like what you're taught, like just do whatever you do, do whatever you got to, to like get it done. Yeah. And when you're doing that, it doesn't become sustainable because you are always pulling from that stressful place. And eventually it's and a it's finite game and, and you run out that become, you run out of willpower and yeah. you physically break like, down or you're, you become, yeah, you become sick or you're just burnt the fuck out, you yeah. know, just run down. So, but when we were, especially when we were doing the covers and especially, and just now too, getting away from like, cause when you're an artist today, having to do <laughs> literally like five or six different jobs yes. that used to be five or six different jobs. Yeah. Or a creative person do, at all. Not even just artists, like business people. Yeah. You got to like creating content, doing all these things. Like it, it was really quite a challenge. Quite. Quite a challenge. Where is that guy from? <laughs> to operate not from stress while still keeping like a certain energy level of enthusiasm. Yes. And we're going to talk about this too. I found out why. I know. I it's think brainwaves. I did too. Oh my God. I'm such a nerd. It's, it's what'd you say? It's brainwaves. Oh. Just wait, just wait. We're about to get into it. So if anybody out there that's listening has felt stress, which is fucking everyone. Congratulations. Um, this is your episode. We're going to we're going to siphon it off and we're going to put some space around it and we're going to talk about it. And it's going to be cute. And after this you're going to feel so much more encouraged and you're going to feel like you can be aware of your own stress because now we're just talking about management. After this we're going to give you so much more stress. We, oh, great. Every 10 seconds we're going to put a fucking bullhorn sound on this. <laughs> and it's going to be great. <laughs> Just the ones with our mouths. Um, yeah, because it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you keep hearing like stress kills and then your people are like your thoughts make up your reality. It's like, okay, easy for you to say, J-Lo. Yeah, well, and you get in those one of those fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I was like triggered this morning. I saw a clip of Jayla. Well, and she's wonderful and it was perfect. And I'm sure like oversimplified for the internet. Right. But it was, she, she was just like, yeah, positive affirmation. No, actually she said something great. She's like, you have to force yourself to be positive because the world is crazy. But when you say like your thoughts make up your reality, like that's a simple concept, but it's not, not people don't naturally do this. Yeah. Like because of stress. I think our natural state is to think positively and be feel safe and and create. And, and so much of this is in like in today's a, a big part of this that I've I've realized for recently to from having a pandemic to then coming out of a pandemic and how it was prior to the pandemic. Modern life is speeding up exponentially, and uh, it creates. A lot of stress. This is the if time, try, though, this time of great tr change and transition when we yeah. determine, we as a society determine what's acceptable moving forward. Yeah, we, you have to. You have to. Because if you if you, other people do it for you, then you're... It's, it's just so much. It's just sensory overload, you know? And mm -hmm. it's there's so much more information. We're getting information now in, like, the probably all the shit that you consume now in a 48-hour period is what they used to do in, like, six months. Six years. <laughs> six years. Yeah, so so we got six to this. lifetimes. We sort of got to a flashpoint in society where it was like, oh, my God, unbearable. And we're seeing it. We were just talking at lunch about how companies are just failing. People are laying off people, downsizing. Like, shit is changing quick out here. It's fast, dude, fast. So the way I'm talking about stress today is, like, what we know, what we've known the time that we've been alive, right? We're Most of us listening to the to this podcast are like at least in your 20s or 30s or 40s. You're at least like 12. I hope you're at least 12. I mean, if you're younger, that's pretty tight. If you're younger, I'm sorry for saying fuck What so a guess. We apologize for everything, actually. Um, but society as we know it or as we knew it operated on 
turning on our primitive nervous nervous systems. Right. So this like thing we talk about, oh, we were running from a tiger in our past before we evolved to where we are now as humans, like we, our nervous system was, it's like this whole, it looks like an alien when you rip it out of a human body. If you ever Google a picture of a nervous system, it's weird. Bunch of tendrils and things connecting all of our limbs to our brain and to our heart and, and spinal column. So it's like, what gives you all your feels? And we would, we would turn on our, our nervous system into this like hyper fight or flight state to run away from danger right. and threats. So modern, totally. So modern society has taught us that we need to be in a low grade version of this all the time. We're never going, right. you're supposed to go back to normal state <laughs> after the tiger Once you run away gone, from the tiger, then you can chill for like a fucking and week. Literally your body, when, it, when it's in this stressed state, your body is pumping chemicals and hormones into you. Right. So you're, you almost think about this like your body's this amazing miraculous factory that's pushing out all these chemicals to tell you when you're in danger. And we just like decided to leave the switch on. And we don't, we don't give ourselves time to recover. And so that's why you've got like nervous system problems and disorders too. So, so in that state, those chemicals are telling the body this, this is what kind of helped me understand this better. There's your body that's experiencing something. And that's sort of like an animal and it's trained to do things. And then there's like your consciousness, your awareness. So those are two things that are at a, at a battle with stress. And if we can learn how those two things operate, we can totally alleviate stress because when you're in that fight or flight mode, you're getting pumped with these hormones and chemicals like run, fight, or hide. So the problem is in current life, we're not running from a tiger. We're stuck in the car with our kids or we're like in a meeting or we're on a phone call and we want to run, fight, or hide. And we can't do any of those things. So it's like this cognitive dissonance. And that's what creates this like constant low-grade anxiety and stress. Yeah, And you know, you can't, yeah, you can't go anywhere. It's almost like you're stepping on the gas, right? So the adrenaline is like the gas and you're also stepping on the brake at the same time. And it's a neutral. I don't even know what's happening. So now you know exactly what's happening when you're stressed and in your brain, there's all these like things firing off like little lightning bolts. It looks like a, like a storm going off in your brain and the two halves of your brain are like firing at different times and they're not synced up. So that sends messages to your body then to freak the fuck out (laughs) and it just keeps going. It's a fucking loop Mm y'all stress is a dysfunctional loop. That's all it is. So if we can figure out how to get that back into coherence, like we are actually good, but you do have to like remove there. We're about to get into it. So yeah, hormones pumping through. Um, Joe Dispenza says that most of us spend 70% of our time in that state. 70%. That's not, That's not sustainable. That's not appropriate. No. (laughs) Right. So like, obviously the first thing you can do is just become aware of it. Like, fuck, I've been, I've been a a victim of, of stress. This is, this is something that I've accepted for myself and I've choose chosen to ignore it. And now there's like a little bit of a baby journey that we have to take to get out. Yeah. That's what he says. Um, Because you're constantly trying to control or predict an outcome. That's what you do because you're just you're it's a lightning storm going on your brain. Yeah. Um, What it feels like to you as a person is like you're moving from one thing to another like really fast. You ever notice that? And you're like talking to this person. Then you go, oh, you got to text. Hold on. I got to I do this all the time. I did this like yesterday. Oh, yeah. No, dude. Phones. We should probably do a whole phones make it worse, too. 
Well, it's it's almost it's like too good. Push try, turn, first of all, turn off your push, push notifications like as soon as possible. Except for the fucking Queen Herbie's song drops. You okay, know what I mean? keep that shit. I know no other else. artist will ever tell you to turn off your push notifications. Yeah, you no, can, but it, it, it spazzes you out. It does. It spazzes you out. I, for us, like sometimes when we get going, it's like it feels like a car that's on like a loose gravel road that's got the fucking accelerator on the pedal to the metal there's bullet holes in the sides (laughs) okay yeah well it's just like the tires everything's like fucking churning so hard and there's fucking dirt flying everywhere but the car is staying in the same place you know what i mean it hasn't caught yet it's like groundhog's day for me like it's like i'm thinking something and i'm feeling something and then the feeling causes me to think something and then i feel something and then i think something yeah it's like this never-ending loop. And what happens is your body, remember our body is like separate in this example? Your body gets trained by these fucking chemicals that your crazy lightning storm it brain- It starts craving it. it. You become addicted to stress. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And then it becomes a fucking physical, literally chemical thing you got to fucking deal with then. <laughs> no, it's crazy. So now it's like, not only is it a mini journey to get you out of this cycle- but you're going to have withdrawal symptoms. If you can, that was the biggest thing for me that I that I noticed, so especially when when you were because I feel like now your stress level is shit. What like fucking eighty percent of what it used to be? I would say, and I'm always trying to it. improve it because why not? <laughs> well, hopefully, you can experience so many more magical moments, and it is we're about to get into the solution, but it is like. Pulling yourself out of the past. I know you have a lot to say about this. Yeah. Pulling yourself out of the past because that's the training that yeah. you're, you trained yourself to believe things to the present moment, right? Yeah. You can't even experience anything good without being in the present moment. No, well, there, this, it's the only thing that's happening. It's the only thing that's real. It's the only thing that's real. So your your bot your poor body is like a junkie for like fake shit. Well, you've fake you've, news from like the past. So the ego is is only concerned with survival. Yeah. So it becomes addicted to it yeah. as a result, and then you be, now have to try to find your way to detach yourself from the overthinking and the fucking doom spirals to then become present. And whenever you are. When I was still doing all these letting go things and all the fucking and look, guys, I'm I'm not I'm not all the way there yet. None of us are masters at this but shit yet. <laughs> it, it, it it but it was such a incredible. Uh, it becomes so fucking obvious when you do it for a little while and you start to see it because when I would start, force myself to meditate or slow down or have to do these things where I would uh, observe my thoughts have to sit with it it was like the ego would fight back yeah to try to be relevant again and to try to get things familiar yes even if it was fucked up it would prefer to be familiar yes than the unknown and you have to retrain your mind to try to to be comfortable in the unknown yes and to be present yes because in the present there are no problems correct so your body is trained, unfortunately, and we're going to figure out how to do the rehab. He tried to make me go to rehab. Um, as soon as you start doing these things, right, like becoming aware of it and starting to do meditation, you start think your brain starts sending you these messages like, I can't do this. I'm, I'm too, you know, my, I'm, I'm, my mother-in-law I mean. won't let me, I, I have too many this responsibilities. Is, this is boring. This is stupid. Yeah. That's your ego telling you. Tiny you dick. Yeah. You tiny dick. You can't meditate. Yeah. So we're just preparing you for the tiny miniature war that you're going to be at to try to alleviate stress. Totally normal. But we got this. Together, we could do this. Again, like every all these other fucking thoughts, just 
observe them. Just because you have a thought doesn't mean that it's true. That's kind of a breakthrough. It's kind of hard to understand if you haven't got to that point in your journey. But once you realize like, oh, wow, I really just thought right now that like I was going to get hit by a car or something like that's not fucking true. You know, like your anxiety and your stress starts to speak to you through the ego. So if you can start questioning your thoughts too, it, it becomes a little more fun siphoning them off and being like, oh, that's like not realistic at all. Yeah. Can I say something off of what you were saying? Please. So I think too, a lot of it can be, at least for me, it's a, or in a lot of people's case, it's a defensive mechanism. It's a self-preservation response. You're, you're playing out scenarios in your head that could happen for something that hasn't happened yet. And therefore you're triggering all of these stress hormones <sighs> for something that isn't even happening or probably won't happen because it's- you are trying to protect yourself from getting hurt. Yeah. You're, you're trying, trying to, to control the situation that be based on only your experiences from the past. Right. Which are no longer in the now. Right. 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 So that's, is that technically anxiety? I think, well, stress anxiety, anxiety all, they're the right. besties. Yeah, they, they are. I remember we had a health teacher at Berkeley that was like, don't say stress because it actually creates a stress <laughs> response in the body. Jesus. He was like, say anxiety. He was like making fun of it. Yeah. But, but they're, they're besties. Anxiety is, is worrying about something that's going to happen. Right. And stress is more like a response to uh, a situation happening right now. So through my therapy, I have learned that, and I'm sure this is true for a lot of people, that my anxiety about future things, I react to as stress. Oh, Oh, yes. So the body doesn't know the difference. My body is responding as though this is this is happening. Yes, exactly. The body doesn't know the difference. Now, we can flip this to be really valuable because when we get to the solution here, which is like meditation and visualizing great things happening, Mm -hmm. we can literally train ourselves and our bodies to believe that we're a millionaire, right. that everything's going our way, that we have the house on the lake, that we have, like, we can literally emotionally train our body to believe that it's now just by ima- imagination and visualizing. And it, you have to do repetition. You have to yeah. do it often, yeah. but you can train your body emotionally and it literally changes your experience. Like that's, I think that's what JLo was saying. <laughs> Right? We're going to bring sure. it back to her. Coming back to J-Lo. Because her, her affirmations were beautiful. She's like, I am youthful. She's no, she, she, yeah. ra- she rattled off her affirmations on this interview. And I was like, damn, this is everything that we see her as. She became what she thought on a regular basis. So if you don't grab the animal bot, your human body, which is an animal by the bullhorns, and you don't say, no, we're going to think these thoughts, you're going to end up thinking what society wants you to think. And what the past wants you to think. Yeah. To me, it's all surrender. So you can fight those feelings as much as you want. Um, that's not going, You like you're saying, say like, don't think about purple elephants. You know what I mean? You're going to think about purple elephants. <laughs> don't think about the car wreck. The only way through is to surrender to it mm. and allow it. And then all of a sudden you realize you survived your thoughts. And it is an empowering thing. And you become it's just this fascinating, you, they're all overlapping things of the, of this, the same concepts. For and sure. it's, it's really fucking fascinating to me because they, everybody has a little bit of a different angle on it. But it's like you're, you just become, if you are present and you're actually aware of everything that's going on, then there are no problems here right now. Mm-hmm. All the problems either are in the future 
or or your brain is uh, uh, attached to what they were in the past. Mm. And but neither neither one of those are affecting you right now. Right, right now. now you're here. Right, you know this this is the only thing that you have. And so that's a uh, it's just it it takes a long time to really. And I'm still, like I'm saying, I'm not all the way there yet, but it, it takes years to be able to understand these concepts of like, like really fundamentally, you know what I mean? And even just introducing yourself to these concepts with this episode, for example, just getting, even if you get one nugget of goodness out of this, like that's progress. Just, just literally any little, you have like start observing yourself having stress Yes, and you notice it, even if you still have stress, you just observe the stress is intense progress it is because is that's all you really got to do the more you do that eventually you will see the stress as being just something that you're experiencing yeah and not who you are or you know your entire point of existence right it's it's, it's very difficult but it does it that's it's the first thing you got to do just chip away mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we so joe dispenza is like saying we have to be greater than our bodies which are like these little addicts to stress, right? We have to be greater than uh, societal norms, which are like saying, go, go, go. You know, it's not, and coffee addiction, like all this stuff contributes to the heightened um, uh, stress stress hormones. Uh, And we have to be greater than our circumstances. So I do want to mention like, you, you know, it is a thing, it's a thing of privilege to even be able to sit here and listen to a podcast on a device. It's a thing of privilege to even have shelter and food and be able to consider our awareness and our consciousness. Like that's fucking lit and mm-hmm. not everybody has that. So if you are obviously depending on your circumstances, this is going to be harder for some. Yeah. You know? It's just yeah. good to know that. So if you do have the privilege of but learning also, this an even bigger motivator to fucking learn it. Yeah. But it also doesn't mean it has anything to do with, um, happiness joy Mm. or peace or love or any of the highest vibrations they have nothing to do with anything material correct so some of the happiest enlightened people on the planet right now will never know about they could be in some small town somewhere without fucking anything yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. for sure for sure that's how it works they say that in the reincarnation books like a lot of the highest vibrational people are just like living on the street Yep, and they're just or or just I've like living it. very very like meek lives or very yes. um, you yes. know you know what I mean. They're, the f- fame has no is meaningless to them. Correct. You know. Yeah, we this podcast is for creatives, and obviously, even having the privilege and the freedom to create, it's like kind of mind blowing. And that's so okay. Can can we talk about for like creative for a second? Yeah, because like for us, for our experience, stress. And I think a lot of people feel this way. And I know all of the people that we've written with and all the people who we know in like you know, in music or whatever, usually they all we all operate from stress, right? Yes. It, it's it's how it could be because it, it it's an adrenaline shot. It's it's a fight or flight, like you're saying, like it gets the body ready to attack something or, or to run perform or hide. at peak. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I run from a bear. <laughs> So it, it is become, and what you do if you're if you're trying to operate at a really high level. I remember I noticed like you 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 keep drawing from that well, 
Mm. And then eventually, you know, the, the well starts running a little dry and you got to keep dipping down. This is where all these fucking addiction problems come from because mm. people start doing whatever they need to do we'll to get do back up coke. again. Yeah. Just cocaine. Little- God, they were interviewing <laughs> with Steven Tyler and he's like, I don't think you guys understand. Without cocaine, we would have never made it through the 80s. Oh, God. <laughs> we would have never made it through touring. Yes. Yo, for anybody who doesn't oh, know, we have some good stories. Touring is so crazy. It's crazy. It's, I know it feels like it's just glitz and glamour. Oh, I'm just going like, to go to my favorite artist show. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, you know, and that's hopefully the experience that you have, right? That's the yes. point of it. But what, from, the, from the other side of it, it is, it is, it's intense and it's fucking brutal. And a lot of people, a lot of substance abuse things come from it. Oh, yeah. We've, but anyway, we've seen it happen. Yeah, we've seen it happen. But uh, yeah, this just so being able to, and it's counterintuitive to, to feel like you have to get into this stressful space to be able to create your best, your best shit, your best life, or to to yeah, to get to the to point write the best where song. you want to get to in your career, so, or like yeah, more social media scene. posts and get more yeah. attention and I'm go get more likes, yeah, and try to run up to so and so at the award show and try to get their <laughs> phone number. Like, damn, bro, it's stressful. Yeah. It's stressful. Because well, I think you uh, you associate like grinding and hustling with high stress. Yes. Boom. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. And we're about to get into the brainwaves, which is really the science of this shit. And really what you can maybe a good visual for you as you're observing your stress response and like understanding how your body works. Again, our recommendations always the Wim Hof breathing exercise shit. Mm-hmm. It teaches your fucking brain how to feel your heart. It creates that coherence. It makes you be present it does this is the eckhart thing and you and you literally start you have to sit there and not breathe for like a whole minute or two minutes and you feel your heart speed and you have to slow it down like you have to learn this shit and that to me that was like kind of a big opening yeah that's why it has like 30 million views it's got like 70 i think that's why it has 70 million views (laughs) okay so really what happens is if we can effectively relax from stress if we can pull back siphon it off put space around it we have all these tools now all these phrases that were like different ways of saying the same fucking thing if we can actually effectively get back into homeostasis is that right the right word sure (laughs) i sound really fancy um we can from that point, start to see the world completely differently. So what I thought was fascinating too is when you're under stress, everything looks bad. Yeah. And when you get to this, mm, what we're going to do is we're going to actually just pull the vibrations down in our brain and our heart and we're going to just, mm, we're going to sit. This is why if you're on the Patreon and you get my extended aura cleanses, that's what they're made to do. It's literally made to send you caring energy, love and care vibrations through the phone for the extended cleanses are like five or six minutes. So patreon.com slash house of Herbie, but it, it really like helps people sleep. They say, because as you move into sleep, your brain waves go from one state to a lower state. And that's what allows your body to fucking restore itself at night. Like mm. all your shit gets fixed. I have zits that go away overnight. Sometimes mm. your body works really hard and those different brain waves allow that healing to happen. Right. So that's another reason. Like if you have been living in a stressful state for a long time, learning how to pull that back down is going to actually heal your fucking body. Yeah. It becomes a miracle. Your body can't heal under stress. It can't. Nope. Just it's, like it can't it's create. It's still trying to, just like can't create, it's still trying to defend itself. And we or, need you in your power. Activate. We need you in your creative power. We need you in your health. We need you all these things from We need you. your... We need your art. Oh. We need it. Okay, so this was a thing that kind of was fucking crazy. The, I think her name is uh, McGonagall, Kelly McGonagall. 
the TED talk that I was I was yes, watching because I rewatched it because I was like, oh shit, this is some. So okay, people died from stress when they believed that stress would kill them. Hmm. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. This is how fucking deep this shit gets. When it's they not going to kill you. When listen they were to like, me. Well, no, no, but listen, when they were like, when stress, because everybody knows stress is bad. So when they were experiencing stress, they're like, this is bad for me. Oh. This is hurting me. Oh. And it did. Now, they did the same thing with people who, they, they had them think of stress as not bad. And they actually would, like, it changed their entire physiologically they change their entire bodily approach to it love that because usually when you're experiencing stress right your your blood vessels will at least she was saying uh, like the blood vessels contract yes okay so they get tighter which has all the problems for blood flow heart disease heart attack all these wonderful things but when they were saying when they were they were told that the stress would not do that to just observe the stress and to make it what if stress was a good thing? Yeah, it's an indicator. Then their blood vessels did not do that. Interesting. So you're saying we can be stressed. We just can't There's, be stressed. She's saying, <laughs> don't think of it as a bad thing. Okay. Don't think of stress as a negative thing. Because what happens is when you're stressed and then you're saying, oh, I'm stressed. I know all of these billions of studies about stress and how fucked it is. Right. And that's what you experience. Mm. Instead, she was like, look at it. As a reaction to to my body, it's helping me rise to this challenge. Yes, whatever is in front of me. So Cute. it's giving you this this adrenaline or whatever this this energy surge is to get you where you need to go to allow you to confront it. Yeah, but if you look at it as this is hurting, then it does. Mm. This is the power of the human mind. Mm. More it's powerful a, than we can even really comprehend. Well, it, it, you're and we're talking about all this this fucking pineal gland is able to access fucking interdimensional whatever the fuck when it comes aliens. to manifestation and shit <laughs> aliens <laughs> i don't know but it is it's it's stuff that we we still don't really know we're just now scratching the surface of but like your thoughts are so important and, and not to not to add like a lot of weight to them because when you're having a lot of thoughts that you don't want to have don't try to assign meaning to them no don't assign meaning to them so there is, it's your soul. So behind your conscious you, there is your eternal you, apparently. The self. Right. There's the self, the soul. So that's who you're talking about. That's the one that you don't want to think stress is bad. Like your conscious mind could be like, oh, stress is bad. Let me, let me not do this. Let me slow down. Because your soul is like, bitch, you're, you know, you're stronger than this. So you got it, this. Yeah. It must, it must be what it is because that you're, you're id or not. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, your id, whatever so your name. fucking words are yourself. really words are really failing us. Well, and it's also interesting too because words have so much weight and magic to them. So some much people, vibrational yeah. things to them that that can alter things. Like if you say bookshelf to one person, they might be like, <laughs> "Oh, bookshelf." But if like you've been under a bookshelf when it fell, you have a totally oh, different. That's stress. Then you don't like right. I don't like bookshelves. Right. So sorry if the words are. Hopefully, you're getting something from this, right? <laughs> Hopefully, you're listening <laughs> to this and just new perspectives on well, all of it. Really comes down to. Yeah, it's it's all of it comes down to you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be We're everything's gonna be, fine. gonna be all right. 
God damn. So how do we change? Right. So once we realize that we're experiencing stress and we're not really stressed about the stress, but we're like aware and we're like, listen, bitch, your life could be better than this. You don't have to feel these things. You could, you could heal your body overnight if you just jump into the vibration that you deserve to be at. Yeah, but again, if you don't, like that's that's okay too. There's don't no, try to have these expectations. There's no of rush like, because also the body is very resilient. Super resilient. Right? Like I've been through so much in my life and I've had a few very strange disorders and diseases and I was able to figure it out. Yeah. And, it, and you're right. It led me to not do those behaviors Dude, anymore. It changed who I, it changed me. Shingles I gave myself shingles. Stress. Yeah. Right. And they were, and the doctor was like, Oh, yo, people don't, you usually don't get shingles unless you're like 80 Yeah, in like a nursing home. And you were like 25. Yeah. I, I think it's happening more and more to young people cause it's stress related. Yeah. Um, but it taught me like at that point I was fully unaware and it got me a little closer to where I am today. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, let's get ready to be uncomfortable moving into the unknown. That's like the first thing. Where's this going to be uncomfortable? Because we talked about that mini journey that I don't want to make it a big deal. It's a little baby journey that you have to take to get out of stress and into a, a place of like coherence. Okay. Joe Dispenza also said something really interesting about DNA, which I thought was kind of cute. Mm. So you're, some people are like, I took DNA tests and I'm that bitch. No, they, I took a DNA <laughs> test and I found out that I have a hereditary likelihood of getting X, you know, disorder. And they actually found out that folks that were able to, learn these coping mechanisms for stress were able to change the expression of their DNA. So the DNA actually chose to act differently in people that were like, no, no, thank you. This is my life. Crazy. Isn't that cute? Yeah. So there is finally science showing that like Jedi was saying, you can literally like the way you feel about stress, like you, you have all the power within yourself for this to fix this. Okay. So this is the way that you can alleviate stress. Are you ready for this? Meditation. Boo. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this shit. Nobody wants to hear it. But meditation is literally the most powerful tool that we know about that is proven to have an effect on everybody all the time. Like different percentages, like different. It's like you have to allow it to take over you. But meditation is the answer because when you close your eyes and you you play out a scene in your mind that's like super positive, your body doesn't know the difference. You literally like create your future by observing yourself right now and creating these emotional moments, like retraining your whole body. It changes, it, like your body doesn't know the difference. So you're installing new software is what it is. Yeah. You're changing the hardware. Your physical body has to upgrade. get a software upgrade. And that's yeah. really what it feels like. That's what my song Farewell is about. You literally say goodbye to your old self and you're like, oh, she's going to experience some withdrawal symptoms, but that's not who I am anymore. And you start to know, like, you know, like when your computer is fucking up and you're like, we need to upgrade. We need to like update this shit. That's what this is. That's all it is. And you start valuing yourself more and more, too. So you're like, well, I don't I don't deserve to feel like this. I want to feel like that. Yeah. So you have to you have to take it upon yourself. No one can get inside of your head and do this for you. That's like the hardest part that yeah. I realized. That is the hardest part. I would pay all the money out of my wallet for somebody to come and just like teach me how to do this, but you have to do it yourself. Yeah. So it helps for me. It helped to read a bunch of different references, a bunch of different books and just find what resonates for you at your level that you're at right now. Yeah. Cause your life is going to improve immensely if you just do this. Yeah. So how do you meditate? 
uh, at this point. So it's been like a whole process for me. In the beginning, I would do one of the guided ones on YouTube, just like a little five, 10 minute Guided meditation is a great starting point. There's of them out there. Yeah. Because they'll allow, they'll, they'll talk you through it. So you don't have to do any of the work. And like they say, you know, if you have the, your thoughts will drift. And if they start going to something else or whatever, then just slowly bring them back. And you just focus on the breathing. And a really good way to stay present and to make your thoughts not, well, to just to just not really have any thoughts is it, it just think about your breathing. And it's a very, you know, tied in, tied out kind of very slow, calm activity. Are there thoughts like buzzing down. by in your brain while you're watching your breath and you're like, this is stupid. This is dumb. Sure. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I, well, in the beginning when I first started it, because like when COVID first hit, we were, I was like, all right, we got to do something. I, I always knew at some point in my life I was going to be doing this shit for a while, but um, it looks like that's going to be now, even though I didn't want to. So yeah, I couldn't even sit still for 10 minutes, let Damn. alone not have thoughts. So it's a progression. So this is, again, to everybody who's rolling their eyes about meditation because I know so many people that just won't fucking do it. I didn't do it until like two years ago. So I can't even come on this podcast right now and tell you to meditate. Like, it sucks. It sucks ass. (laughs) In the beginning. And then something is going to happen. Some like little fucking switch is going to happen where you start to crave it. You kind of start to need the, the time with yourself. Yes. Because of the you'll the insanity of the outside unconscious world becomes so obvious. That's what it is, and so then you just need you start to to need the time with yourself to get back to the to coherence. Balance. Yeah, get back to coherence. I think yeah. what's happening is like the science we're saying is like the brain and the heart are getting in sync again. So it's not that rapid fire totally. lightning storm in the brain. Yeah. It's literally self-care 101 is meditation. So if you can't do it, if you're like, fuck this queen, I don't know how to do this. Five minute guided meditations on YouTube. Just Google that shit. Try to stick with it for like a week. Reward yourself Mm -hmm. when you do it. There's apps. Super stressed afterwards. Yeah. There's apps for this now. Like I think the calm app, like there's things where they, they, if you're one of those progress people where you like to tick off boxes, like I did this today or like you, you use your phone heavily. There's, there's apps for it. You could even be a robot about it. Just do it. Just try it. Yeah. It's super, super important because in meditation, all we're trying to do is teach the body emotionally what that new you feels like that new life before it's here physically, before we see evidence of it. So he says, you can't wait for your dream job to be fulfilled. You need to feel fulfilled now. That's the hack. You can't wait for that new relationship to feel loved. You have to feel loved now. You can't wait for your healing to feel gratitude and awe at your body's miraculousness. You have to literally meditate on it now and feel it now to train the body to magnetize that shit to you. Yeah. That's it. So now the stress podcast has turned into a meditation podcast, which turned into a manifestation podcast. Uh, Okay, so one thing that happens to us all the time is we'll find ways to turn good things into stress. So even after you have successfully meditated for seven whole days and you start imagining and retraining your body, you have the withdrawals and you're like, my ego's yelling at me, queen. You (laughs) And you see good things start to happen. Oh my God, I just got a promotion. Like what's happening? And then all of a sudden, 
you turn those good things into stress. It's, a, it's, a, it's incredible She comes mechanism. back through the back door, she this bitch. She finds a goddamn yes. fucking way. She comes through the window and she's like, you're going to fail, bitch. Okay, so uh, I, I just finished reading one of these fucking Eckhart books and it, it, he was saying something exactly that Hawkins was saying. It was like the uh, enthusiasm. Okay, so like you, you have so much enthusiasm. When when enthusiasm, there's a fine line between enthusiasm and stress. And sometimes even people on the outside will look at enthusiasm as stress or excitement. Because it's like when I get excited, not. I have my blood starts pumping to my hands. It, totally, you get really. It's it's a wonderful. It feels wonderful to get excited, right? Very very fine line. Wow. <laughs> between turning that into stress and what happens is, he was explain, explaining it as like it's it's the switch between not being having the goal seeing it as the goal only rather than being present with the feeling and the excitement and the joy of what you're doing so let's say you're writing a song and you immediately are like become worried about oh but what if i don't get the right promotion for it and it doesn't go whatever you immediately somehow turn into stress all of us do it i i'm i do it i notice myself do it constantly yeah. And it's you're taking the joy and the enthusiasm from doing something that you love doing that might be your purpose or whatever, and you're bypassing, you're not present with it anymore. Hmm. You're now thinking about some future end goal with it, and that will always turn it into stress. Trying to control it. Isn't that fucked? Trying to control it. You're not allowing the universe to co-create it with you. Like what we mean when we say that is like, you have to leave some space for God, goddess, source, energy, whoever the fuck you call it. You need to leave some space for that entity to give, to bless you. You don't have it. You can't be like, yeah, and it's going to go exactly this way. Bitch, you are not going to have any fun with that. The only Mm. thing I know for sure is that when you're like, yeah, and then this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen, no, for sure, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. For sure, no. Something you you don't expect. Yeah, it's going to happen exactly the way you you don't see coming. It's like knowing what you're going to get for your birthday before, and then like wrapping the present. That's stupid. Yeah, you're like, oh my God, it's a puppy. Who wrapped this? It's going to be something else. It's not a puppy. Not a puppy? Okay? It's going to be something I better. I want a puppy. It's going to be a giraffe. Oh, my God. Okay, so waiting for something outside of us. The, the, the gag is we're waiting for something outside of us to change when it's really us driving the ship. Yeah. We have this, I think, I was raised anyway to believe that like or, something you know outside what? is going to happen and we're gonna, you're going to be redeemed. It's like, no, bitch, you are in charge. And, well... You're in charge of of observing the miraculousness of the present moment. Yes. Everything's already been created. The pressure's off. You get to sit back and enjoy your experience and share it with us. And if shit sucks, if you need to change something or not do something anymore, if you can't accept where you are, because acceptance is such a huge thing with this too, if you can't accept it, then change it or don't do it. So I think we hit the brainwaves because this is where a lot of these ideas come into. Hit my brainwaves, dog. The brainwaves really bring all of this full circle because I didn't understand this, but your brain is, remember the lightning storm that's happening on both sides? And you know, you have like a creative side and a logical side. I have a lightning storm in my brain? You do. Your oh neurons are like, are having fucking parties up there. Should I call somebody? This is why people are like, do mushrooms. It just rewires the, yeah. the, the stimulations. Oh my God, let's of, get Paul Stamets on this. Yes, at some point. So, so brainwaves is crazy. Most of the time we're in what's called beta. Now beta is like the most, it has the most things It's high and mid and low beta and alpha. Those are the two beta alpha, but beta has like a lot more going on. 
beta is actually um, dangerous when we're in high beta is when we're in the fight or flight. That's when you're in stress. So you don't want to be in high beta. Mid beta is where you're learning shit. So you need to be a little bit on your tits for, for mid beta because you're like active in your brain. You're pulling in new information. Low beta is where we generally want to be at. And alpha is even better because that's when you start to be able to influence the subconscious a little bit. So alpha is your super relaxed state. So it's really just beta alpha. That's where we're mostly operating. Theta is almost asleep. This is like almost like almost asleep. This is where you want to be when you're getting hypnotized and they're trying to reprogram you like to stop smoking or lose weight or something like this or go into a past life. Hell yeah. Because Delta is the bottom and you're asleep. You have literally no conscious activity in your brain at all. It's just your body restoring itself. And it knows how to do that shit without your fucking help. Mm-hmm. So we're out Delta. We're waking up. We're in Theta. This is when you're like, oh, I just fell off of a cliff in my dream and I, I realize I'm in my room. Alpha is your super relaxed watching Netflix at night or something. Uh, low and mid beta are like, you know, am I learning stuff and I'm chilling? And then high beta is your stress. Above high beta is gamma, which is some miraculous brain frequency that's so fast you can only access it. It like your brain like jumps there from theta or something like only access it when you're in a super relaxed state and a super creative. So I, oh, yeah, that's the creative one. My right? interpretation was gamma is like when you're connected to source and you're creating fucking plugged right you in. You are in flow state. Yeah. You got the ether cable. So I think in. gamma is flow state, which is a episode that we did on this podcast. Yeah. Gamma is, which was interesting to me because to get to gamma, if you do ride the ladder up, well, you're going through the high stress state, but you're not it, supposed to do that. And it, maybe that's the enthusiasm. Like it, it may even appear like it's stress, but it's not, you know, yeah. to the person receiving it. Yeah, that is interesting. So I was like, that's really helpful. So when you are practicing meditation, I roll, but you're doing it. You're doing your five minute guided meditation to start and we're learning how to do this. Eventually you do progress into like 10 minute meditation music where you do just sit quiet. Yeah. I love having music on because it's like a timer and it gives a vibe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I still like music. I don't want to feel like totally alone. Eventually apparent I haven't got here yet, but you're just sitting in silence. Yeah. Props to you. But that's the the vibe is that you might be in like a high stress, high beta state. And in meditation, the goal is to bring you back down to like low beta alpha right? We don't, we're not trying to get you to theta. Like that's dope. If you can get there and like start reprogramming, your, <laughs> stay conscious without falling asleep. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. But even if we can get you to that alpha state, which is where we're supposed to be when we're just normal, relaxing people, yeah, that's what meditation is supposed to help with. Nice. I get that. Yeah. So that's really, that's helped me to understand the science of stress because I was like, well, why is it so difficult to break these cycles? I said 10 years ago, I was going to stop being stressed and I'm still experiencing it. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's yeah, cause, a yeah because you don't trust it you don't trust being able to get shit done not stressed right right is that because what it is? historically like I've had success being a stressed person totally so you know that if you can go back to that that at least it will get it done or get done at a certain kind of quality or something. Right, but having headaches and aches and pains no, is just, maybe part of aging as well. But oh, naturally, totally. like the shit out of you. I no, work stress. out. I stretch. Like we should be able to age um, gracefully. I stretch, so I shouldn't be stressed. You're a stretcher. We, that should be a t-shirt. Stretched, not stressed. It's probably yeah. I, they do recommend yoga. Look, we didn't even get into the self care shit. I yeah. mean, there's long lists. You can Google it. You don't need us for that. But I, for me, I I had to. I was always a I'm a mover. Yeah. You know, mover and a shaker. Physical activity. 
I had to do physical activity yeah. my whole life. I have to, dude, you know, like if I don't run or go to the gym or do something every couple of days, like it just, it's such a physical, um, not everybody's like that, darling. Not everybody's like that, but it, for me, it's, it's such a, uh, it cleans the slate. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a reprogramming of like, a. It clears out my uh, my my uh, microwaves. You know what I'm saying? It cleans your microwave. It cleans- <laughs> I love that for you. It cleans my microwaves. <laughs> no, I, I totally get it because I you force me to go to the gym and I always feel better. Mostly, yeah. sometimes I feel worse, but I think that's just my body like trying to understand and eventually it recovers. Yeah, yeah. Like everything else, you know, that's when you how, believe it's good it, for you, it is. <laughs> dude, well, that's what's so crazy about this shit because I remember like hearing about that, and that's the basic through line through all of this and how powerful your fucking thoughts can be. Yeah. But she was like, no, when, when they did the same study with all of these these people and told them like, don't think the stress is bad. Think of it as like, I love it's, that it's helping you. That's actually the hack of this whole episode. Then it did. Yeah. Then it 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 physiologically actually didn't. It didn't cause the same stress alarm in their body. Yeah. And it didn't dilate their um, their blood vessels, like all kinds of wild shit. I could elaborate on that further and say, if you feel stress, it's because you care. Oh, yeah. And that's really dope. Yeah. It's, it's because you really, you're trying to get the most out of this life and this experience and you're probably trying to help others. Like there's probably a croissant layers of a bunch of shit going on. But totally. The truth is, if you're stressed, you're trying, and we love that for you, because we need your art. We need your art, so we're just trying to become aware of these things together. And for creatives, man, I just just know how intense the stress can feel sometimes. Yes. And it feels like you were saying, when you are in one of these stress states, like, you can't see the other side. You can't. You can't get out of it. It feels like you can't. Yeah. You see the world... Differently, you see yes. like bad things instead of good things, and that yeah. sucks. It does suck. Now you could hammer out some creativity and maybe squeeze some art out of that, but it's only going to last so long before you experience some pain, discomfort, disease, whatever. So we're just looking out. We're just your besties over here. Hey, and know that either way, if all the shit still does happen, like it's still fine, man. It's still fine. It's still part of the learning experience and it's uh, you're going to be all right. And it's never too late either. If you experience a lot of stress and you are experiencing some kind of a disorder in your body, like this is your opportunity and you're going to feel so grateful for the miracle of your body and your brain and all this magic that's happening. You are magical and you get to now experience that and, and having that big swing from like being unwell to being well because you chose it is pretty that's like kind of it. Yeah. There's nothing better in my opinion. Thank you for listening to this wild and crazy episode about stress. We hope that you got some new angles to look like new lenses, new lighting, new angles to look at this shit because we need your art. And frankly, I've had so much experience with stress at this point. I'm sure you have too. It's just nice to keep learning other ways that we can alleviate it and, and work with our own self to get to that point where we are free, free to create. It's inevitable. You're going to experience stress. We're in an environment in a world where it's like inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not going to, you're not, don't try to not ever experience stress. You're gonna, but now you'll know like it's not the end of the world. Now you have an excuse to take an extra bubble bath and 
spend some time alone and say no if you need to say no and like all these great tools that we have in our kit. I'm Queen Herbie. This is Jedi Nick. And we will be back next week with another great topic on House of Herbie. Bye. Love y'all. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> 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 <laughs>